This is a test. The Mirror World Order is conducting a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is only a test. If this had been an actual emergency, the signal you just heard would have been followed by the phrase... Ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, this is episode two of the Nerd World Order podcast. I am Alan Dukes, and this is... Joe to White, your boy. So this is episode two of the Nerd World Order podcast, and we just number one want to thank everybody for listening to the Nerd World Order podcast, being a part of the Nerd World Order podcast. And if you love the Nerd World Order, you can check out Nerd World Order Apparel at imnwo.com. You can find the T-shirts, the stickers, the patches, the pins, all of that. imnwo.com. So, Joe, uh, what'd you do this week that was nerdy? Uh, checked out Halloween. Thought it was a good, pretty good movie. Watch it. I actually didn't watch Halloween this weekend. It was on my list, and then life happens, and the next thing you know, you know, you end up doing other stuff. Yeah, life happened with me, but when you got two older kids that want to go watch Halloween, even though I'm not a scary movie kind of guy, you're going to take your kids to go watch Halloween, which I thought was pretty good. That's cool. So instead of watching Halloween, I watched Daredevil this weekend. I thought it was actually pretty good. I'm not all the way through the series. I'm up to episode 10 right now. I thought it was a slow burn. That's the way with a lot of the Netflix series. But overall, episode 10, it definitely came together. So I'm liking that a lot. Uh, let's see. In addition to that, I picked up some comic books. If you're not into comic books, I would definitely say things are a little bit different. You should check out uh, Aftershock comic books, which have more of a theme where you can pick them up on the fly. Of course, I picked up my standard DC comic books, uh, Teen Titans, everything of that nature, as well as the standard Marvel stuff. Right now, Spider-Man's going through Spider-Geddon, which is the sequel to Edge of the Spider-Verse. So the standard Marvel fare, but I would definitely encourage everybody who likes comic books or wants to try comic books for the first time to check out Baby Teeth. It's a pretty interesting Aftershock comic book. So there's a few things we have on the agenda today we want to talk about. There's a lot of things going on in the world of nerds. So as I mentioned before, Daredevil is on season three. Unfortunately, there will be no season three for Luke Cage or for Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. So I know, Joe, you were a bit of an Iron Fist fan, so I'll let you talk about that a little bit, bro. I thought the Iron Fist second season was good. The first one was whack. The second one was good. If you know that the second season is going to be the do or die kind of season, yeah, you think they would go all out, meaning both fists are glowing, right? Are glowing, right? Kicking everyone's butt, just going all out for nothing. Okay, but apparently they didn't do that. A little bit better fight scenes, better story. The fists were glowing a little bit here and there, but it was definitely better than the first season. Okay, this should have been the first season. Well, see, here's the thing, and I'm going to admit this up front. I did not watch the second season of Iron Fist. I thought Iron Fist season number one was a huge disappointment. I thought that the actor that they currently have as Iron Fist just doesn't do it for me. I don't buy him as the character. And I'm a fan of Into the, Badla Into the Badlands, yeah. which has some of the baddest martial arts that I've ever seen on any modern TV show, minus Kung Fu Theater. Right, from right. back in the day. But, okay. You can say that about Daredevil. I don't think their fight scenes are any better than Iron Fist. 
Well, I think here's the difference. If it's their story. Here's the difference. I don't think Daredevil gives you the idea it's going to be a martial arts show. It doesn't give you the idea like, oh, you know what? I expect to see some good martial arts. Whereas because Danny Rand supposedly spent his entire life to be a badass martial artist. Right. That's what I want to see. And he doesn't say I'm Daredevil like every five minutes. I'm Daredevil. Well, the thing about that, though, is, yeah, he does say I'm Daredevil a lot. But I will take that all day over what they gave us in season one. Now, season two, I heard was okay. I think they didn't realize that season two was going to be the final season, which is why they didn't give it that additional hit that it should have had. Right. But here's the thing, though. You think that had anything to do with the Disney streaming service that's going to be around the corner? Well, here's what I think happened. So, I think that the price tag on all of the Marvel Netflix shows became so high that if the shows weren't just extremely popular then Netflix had to make a decision. Because I know that Marvel, Disney, wants those shows back. They want them back under their banner. So I imagine the price tag became so exorbitant that, quite simply, Marvel no longer Marvel and could no longer equitably come together to make have it make sense from a business perspective. Right. Now, did you watch Luke Cage Season 2? You know, I started to watch it, and I thought it was awful. Right. I think the first half of the first season of was Luke, awesome. Right. Because Cottonmouth. Right. And then Cottonmouth dies, and you're like... That was the big mistake. Because I didn't think people would gravitate to Cottonmouth so so well as it did in the, in the series. So when they killed him off, that's that's the bad thing about filming all those episodes ahead of time. You can stream them while binge watching it. Right. As opposed to if you went week to week to week, you can get people's feedback through social media or what have you. Let everybody know, like, yo, this Cottonmouth's dope. Right. It would have changed the whole outlook of killing the character. I agree. So let me ask you this. I think Marvel, let's say about two and a half years ago, and I'll use Killmonger as an example, they figured out that the villain was one of the most important parts of any Marvel product, right? With, right. like, Killmonger, right. Thanos. So do you think that they didn't realize at that point that the villain had to be just as well made as the hero in a show? I think so. I think they were concentrating too much on Luke Cage. Because if you think about it, minority superhero, right? right? How often do you get to see that? I mean, they got Black Lightning on CW now, but you don't really see it too often. Right. So I think they were probably trying to focus more on Luke Cage and bring more uh, for people to like, hey, this guy's this is my guy. I, right. I can relate to this guy. Right. But like you said, I mean, if they would have kept Cottonmouth, they no one wants to see the uh, his sister be the villain, right? No. Not I at can't all. even think of her name. Because she isn't that good as Cottonmouth, I right? agree. I agree. So I if you can't remember the character's name, it wasn't good enough, right? Uh, this is true. So, I mean, I think they dropped the ball on that one. But, I mean, you look at the the, the second seasons of both. The whole time I'm thinking, I really don't want to see another Luke Cage season or an Iron Fist season. I really want to see Heroes for Hire. That's what I want to see. Right. I agree. I think they got Misty Knight coming in there. Right. They have White Tiger. Right. I feel like they could do Heroes for Hire, and that's the way to go. And here's the thing. Heroes for Hire on Disney streaming, I think that's probably what they're going to do. I can see that, too. That way there's no like uh, contract disputes or what have you. Absolutely. Just like they do with the Incredible Hulk. That's why Incredible Hulk can only... There's a fun fact. Incredible Hulk can't be in his own movie because Marvel doesn't own the rights to him. But if he's in other movies with different heroes, thus Thor Ragnos, you're able to use the Hulk. That is correct. Which... At this point, do I want to see World War Hulk? Yes. That is my favorite 
Hulk storyline, but if that never happens, I love what they're doing with the Hulk on the big screen. Which anyway. is probably why they did a, a brief where, you know, on, on Thor Ragnarok right. was the right. you went cheap to the planet. version. But yeah, definitely. Poor man's version of World right, War right. Hulk. I we agree. can't do it for you, but here's a little taste. Right. For all the for all the fans, that's what right. they gave us. So let me throw one more question at, out at you. You haven't seen Daredevil Season 3 right now. I'm telling you, it's pretty good. I'm up to Season 4. Okay, Episode 4. Yeah, Episode 4. Okay. Man. It's slow, man. It's slow. Now, you're saying Episode 10 is the what? Episode 10 and on is, like, really good. Yes. But I got to suffer from Episode 4, six episodes of 10. You're right. But the payoff, literally, you're watching it, and you'll go like, whoa, they got yeah. me. And then it starts going really fast. So I'm really excited about watching the final three, four episodes okay, okay. of Daredevil. Question. What? Is the reason Daredevil is a show that made it to season three is because they have good villains, i.e. the anti-hero Punisher season two, Wilson Fisk in season one. If you look at Jessica Jones, they have the Purple Man. Do you think the combination of the good villain with... The Good Hero is why those two shows are still in production. I can see that, but if you think about it, what Netflix Marvel TV show set it off? Daredevil, right? Yep. And if you look at CW, the reason they keep adding more TV shows is because of what? Arrow. Arrow, correct. So I think they put a lot into Daredevil to make it so well written. The acting is good. The action is good. You know what I mean? They're giving you what you want to see. And I think because, you know, not many people know about Daredevil. So you're not really going to hit that many critics saying, hey, I want this, I want that. They wanted Iron Fist for such a long time. All you hear is people go, oh, that's not Iron Fist. He's not my Iron Fist. The action is not good. Right. He should have been there, should have been that. Because there's so many people that have been longing for an Iron Fist series or even in the movies. Where Daredevil was kind of like, Here, here's, here's Daredevil. And what they got to go back on is the Ben Affleck movie, which I think was terrible. It had its good and so, like, when... The TV series came out so much better than the movie. Yeah. And you know, that that's my opinion on that. That does make perfect sense. So I would say that makes sense. And we won't cover Jessica Jones because it's still out there. Hopefully. I think Jessica Jones is good, though. I like too. the first season was dope. The second one was even better. I agree. The whole... People just get... They, they don't understand that what Jessica Jones is. She's a hero that wasn't good at it. Right. He didn't know how to utilize her powers. So if you're not good at something, go do something you're good at, which is being a detective, right? That's what she's really good at. And what I like about the, the first two seasons is they focus on that part of what she's good at, being a detective. And I love that. But a lot of people get upset because they expect the, um, she's going to, because she's so strong, I'm going to beat everybody up. I'm going to break down buildings. And that's just not who Jessica Joan is. So I respect that they're, they're staying true to the comic in the way it is. In the TV series. I agree. I would say be more story-driven right? instead of special effects or rock'em, sock'em, superhero right. makes a huge right. difference. So, And the yeah. first villain was dope. Oh, yeah, the purple man? Yeah. Epic. Yeah, right? Yeah, totally. And then, well, if you ain't seen season one, you need to watch it, but spoiler alert, turn it off, come back, listen to us again when you watch it. But the, how they explain how he had his power, it was just the whisper. It was just toxins from his breath. He was able to manipulate and control people. I thought it was cool, right? Yeah, definitely. Some of you may not have heard that because Joe just whispered that right now. He whispered <laughs> the spoiler. So uh, let's see here. So yeah, 
definitely. If you are not watching Daredevil, I recommend it. Joe, I recommend that you get through the next six episodes. Right. You're going to enjoy it. Uh, so, I know that Joe is still watching the CW shows. He yes. gives props to it. I don't. Not just because it's a DC property, but after a while I just got a little bit bored with the repetitive storylines. Eh. That being said, they're coming out with Batwoman in the right. Elseworlds, right? Right. So, Joe, this is all you, bro. <laughs> Take it. So, you know, through whether Warner Brothers want to let them use Batman or not, that's their version of a Batman is the Batwoman, which I think is pretty cool. So the person that they're going to have playing it is Ruby Rose, right? Ruby Rose. What do you think about Ruby Rose? Well, I am not a Ruby Rose fan. I recall seeing her in Triple X with Vin Diesel, which, in my opinion, was a very bad movie. She was in John Wick, which I didn't really like either. I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me. Dude, John Wick 2 was dope, man. Snorefest. No, it was not. And I feel like Ruby Rose is just a mannequin as far as her acting ability. I don't feel like she's a good actor. So, I'm not excited about any portion of this Elseworlds Batwoman. I think she's going to be pretty good. See what happens. Well, she can't do any better than the last Batwoman. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah, because there wasn't one otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for it. You know, here's a fun fact. Okay, it's fun and it's factual. Did you know uh, Batwoman was created in the 1954 just because people in that time period thought Batman and Robin were gay lovers? Well, I I personally have heard that before, but I have to say I didn't realize that until uh, you recently told me that. Here's what I will say. During that time, there were a lot of things going on with the seduction of the innocent book right. and the fear that children were being corrupted by comic books. Correct. Okay, so... You know, one of the things that you educated me on, which I did not realize, was the fact that not only Batwoman, but also Batgirl were introduced as romantic interests for Bruce and Robin. Right, exactly. So, you think in that time period they probably had to do that? I don't think they need to do it in this day and age, right? No, not at all. And one of the cool things is, is that Batwoman is one of the most prolific LBGT characters in any universe. Right. So it's literally like you take this character who was used to quell homophobia mm -hmm. and turn her into an awesome LBGT right. character, which I freaking love. So am I going to be excited to watch this Elseworlds? No. Am I going to support it because of what the character has become and what she represents? Yeah, I think I will. Yeah. Well, you know what CW does very well is... Started with Arrow, right? Then Flash, then Legends. Right. You know, what they're good at is introducing their characters. So they develop the characters through the series. Right. And when they do have a bigger crossover, everybody that's watching those certain shows can have a certain feel for the character and understand where they came from and where they're going together. And it makes sense. DC, Warner Brothers, I wish you could do that with the movies because what you got to realize is the fans can be patient if you develop the characters that they like into a group setting of a movie, right? I agree 100%. Of course, I'm a Marvel lover, so I'm going to use an example of Marvel. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right. that first season was garbage. Garbage. Right? But... I stopped watching it, actually. Right, Until right. you told me, what was it, episode 10, maybe? Yeah. You were like, dude, 
Winter Soldier, man. It picks up from that. I'm yeah. like, you know what? I'll give it another shot. And actually took off from there. Right. And so CW's done the same thing with their DC franchise. Right. Built it up. You know what they're also going to have on Elseworld? Superman in a black suit. Ooh. That could be pretty good. Right. right? Yeah, that might so be good. So they're also supposed to introduce... He, he's going to be in a black suit. Then they're going to introduce Lois Lane. Which, from what I'm hearing, they're going to do a Superman show on CW. So we'll see. I know. I know. But uh, they're doing it right. They develop the characters well. And when they do a crossover, it's more engaged. Well... I hope that doesn't happen. I recently read on nerdbot.com, shout out to nerdbot, that it looks, it looks like the Superman show may have just been sort of a bad rumor. I hope it is. I feel like CW's doing a great job juggling their franchises. I'm but, okay with him making certain appearances. He doesn't have to have his own TV show. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. I would love that. You know, right now he's on Supergirl, which right. is a horrible show. I think but, it's pretty good. Well, you know, I mean, we don't always agree on stuff. Yeah. So, but still. I think it's pretty good. I think it's good because in the sense of like, well, I like Supergirl, but you you prefer um, Power Girl or Power Woman. Power Girl. Yes, Power, Power Girl is awesome. Yeah. I must agree. Yeah. Which I think, I no, nah, they're not really doing Power Girl. They're doing like a Russian Supergirl, I guess. Right. So, so. from that perspective. But yeah. I think it's good though. It's good, it's good for the young ladies out there to have a female role model to look up to, which I think is good. I agree. And Batwoman is going to be good. Yeah. Not only is she Jewish, right? Uh-huh. Jewish character. She's... Uh, Lesbian, right? Okay. Which, you know, Ruby Rose took a lot of hit for that. They were hitting her up on, like, social media. She had to delete her social media, right? Because they were saying she's not uh, gay enough to play the character. She, she's straight. She doesn't know what she's doing. And what she tweeted back, which was kind of funny, she just put LOL. She's like, I've been a lesbian since I came out the door when I was 12 years old. So, you know. Yeah. People just don't know. And that's how social media is going to be. Any opportunity to drag an artist down to find fault in what the creative process is that's what's going to right why not just let them judge them on when they do the character if it's if they don't do a good job hey you did a bad job but don't do it before they even get started you don't know what's going to happen right right totally agree bro so let's see here any closing words on batwoman because i know cw is your thing now i'm just looking forward to uh, seeing how she portrays the character looking forward to that crossover in december let me talk about one of my favorite directors right now, and that is Mr. James Gunn. James Gunn is a freaking awesome director in Marvel. Without getting into politics or anything like that, I just feel like every person 10 years ago, 15 years ago, is not going to be the same person they are today. Right. Robert Downey Jr. Shazam. Well, that's... Going to be DC's it's big okay. hit. It's okay to intertwine. But, That's what we do. But but what I'm saying is, James Gunn, great for Marvel, going to be even better for DC. Right, because what, Robert Downer Jr. is going to retire soon? Right, right. James Gunn can keep going with it? Right, you know right. What I mean? But like you said, the political thing. We don't go too much into that, but do you think that's part of the reason why he was let go? Because of his tweets and his support to oh, yeah. be against Trump? Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like... Disney, being a multi-million dollar company, has too much to lose by actively employing somebody who is in support, or against, excuse me, against uh, Donald Trump. But do they, though? Yeah, absolutely. Well, look at this, dude. The whole thing with uh, Colin Kaepernick, right? Okay. You know, because of his big stand, Uh people are still watching football. They don't care. Correct. However, consider this. 
the owners of the league and the league itself have come out against Kaepernick. Right. That's exactly what Disney did to James Gunn. Yeah, but you fans that support Colin, do you think they actually stop watching football? Or do they still support him and still watch football? Well, they still watch football. Right. But as far as removing James Gunn and removing Kaepernick, that tells all the necessary political parties, political people who make decisions, hey, you know what? We're not with this guy. So the fans can still watch it. But from a political perspective, from a corporate perspective, they've severed the ties to satisfy the powers of be. So let me ask you this question. Where does Guardians of Galaxy 3 go from here? It doesn't. At this point, Dave Bautista said that he would like to play Bane in Suicide How Squad. How sick would that be? Dude, that would be incredible. Talk about a man who was steroided up to play a role. Right. That is Dave Bautista for Bane. I love the loyalty. Yeah, absolutely. Dude was like, yo, went on record, was like, yo, this dude has supported me, brought me into the movie business, taught me everything I know. I'm going to follow this guy, which right. I think the loyalty, man, I'm all about loyalty, man. Yeah, yeah, You have loyalty bro. with me, bro. Same yeah, here, goes, bro. That goes a long way more than money for me. Absolutely. I'll take the money. Yeah, But yeah, loyalty goes away. But you know what I'm talking about. Away too, yeah. I'll take the money back. <laughs> so, let's talk about Suicide Squad and James Gunn. So... I was not a fan of the first Suicide Squad. However... What was the bright points? The bright points, uh, the end credits. <laughs> you didn't like uh, Will Smith? Will Smith was playing Will Smith. So that's my problem with Will Smith in a lot of his movies. He just plays the cool guy. And he's not really giving us anything we haven't seen before. Like, I feel like if you took him and put him in a black suit... With a pair of sunglasses on, he would be... Hancock? Bro, man in black. <laughs> He'd be Hancock. You wore black shades too in a suit? <laughs> he didn't wear a suit. <laughs> Costume suit? Costume suit. Right. I'm talking the black suit. Right, right. But in every movie, to your point, Hancock, he was the same cocky cool guy. Nothing special. So, I look for something that's going to be different, be innovative, and I didn't get that with Suicide Squad. Right. Did you like Harley Quinn? No. No, she was, she was very boring. There was nothing about her that made me say, I want to see a Harley Quinn movie. Killer Croc, no. Captain Boomerang, no. Uh, let's. I can't even tell you who the other characters were in the movie because Snooze Fest. Sorceress, no. There were no characters in that movie that would make me say, I'd want to see a spinoff movie of these characters. Now, so anyway, uh, Suicide Squad, what do you think? Um, I think it's good. There's so many different characters that... James Gunn can utilize and develop them very well. Like, I would love to see a Black Adam in there. Yeah, I would like to see that. Good way to bring in The Rock. But I think that the Black Adam's way too powerful to be with the Suicide Squad. Like, he's basically as powerful as Superman. Right. So the problem with, well, one of the many problems with the Justice League movie was, why do you need these cats if you have Superman? Because as soon as he came out the tomb, right, right. game over. Right. So I kind of see that would happening if you introduce Black Adam into the Suicide Squad. Now, do I want to see a Black Adam movie? Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, you can get a powerful villain that yeah. he would fight. Right. I mean, if it's done right, I mean, look at look at what he did with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Each one had their own separate fight. Right. Now, I think if you did that with Black Adam and he fought someone that was powerful, right, 
and then the other individual people that you have in Suicide Squad do their own battles. I think right. that'll work out fine. Yeah. Sounds good. But dude, he could. You're, you're going to get a better story with okay. James Gunn, right? Better character development. You're going to feel for whatever character he brings in, right? Right. The Suicide Squad three will be a good transition because he's good at transition to the very next movie, right? Right. Doesn't leave you where you're just like, ah, I don't want to see another Suicide Squad movie. Where if he directed, he'd be like. I want to see the next Suicide Squad movie, right? Right. And where does he go from here? Does he make more Marvel movies, or does he, does he just stick there in that Suicide Squad genre, or does he break off and do a different movie? Well, I think he's talented enough to not only make another movie, but even revamp the entire DC universe. Do you think he's going to keep anybody? Yeah, I think he's going to keep your Will Smith. Harley Quinn, I think. Harley Quinn, definitely. I think that Killer Croc could be replaced by Bane as far as skill set, strength, everything like that. I think that. that would be cool to have Bane in there. Oh, yeah, definitely. And they'd probably keep Diablo because he was a pretty interesting character. Even though he I died, thought he was okay. But, yeah, you know. I thought he was okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I see them keeping the primaries and bringing in some new people, spicing up a little bit. So, yeah, I think overall, though, it, it's a good move. I think it's a good move for DC in general, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a, it's a, a good move into the right direction of where they want to go. Because yeah. ultimately they want to be just as good as Marvel for right now because I don't think they're better than Marvel. Mm-hmm. And I think one man is not going to make you better than Marvel in the movies. But I think they'll, they'll be good enough to compete and not be bashed all the time about having a bad movie. Well, I agree. I agree. I think that one of the things that Marvel's done is find good up-and-coming directors. Right and guided them and allowed them to sort of do their own thing, but guided them along the way. So, yeah, I think you're right. It's not going to completely save DC, but it'll move them in the right direction. Right. So, uh, let's see here. You think Shazam's going to move them in the right direction? I'm hopeful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trailer, I got excited about it, but overall, I, I don't think that it's going to be the hit that I was hoping for. I don't think it's going to provide us the content that I was hoping for, but I'm hopeful. What do you think about... Um... Because speaking of DC, what do you think about them pushing back 1984? Why do you think they did that? I think that DC needs a win. Right. And I think they saw an opportunity to have a Marvel-free zone. Right, right. Which I think they did very well in that that time slot of that month, June, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's what it comes down to. I wasn't a fan of Wonder Woman. So I wasn't excited to see this one. So if I have to wait a little bit longer to not get excited about a movie, I'm okay with that. I like the first one. It's pretty good. Yeah, you know, slow motion, hair flips here and there. Everybody needs that out of a movie. Hey, when you look that beautiful, you can do hair flips all day. I guess Gal Gadot is a very talented actress. They don't need to have her going slow motion through an entire movie. I just thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I agree. So what else do you want to cover, bro? Uh, have you caught the Teen Titans or the, I guess the Titans on uh, DC Universe streaming service? Sticking with DC, huh? This is like a very DC-centric episode two. That's the only thing that's been out Hey, really, DC. To be honest. DC's trying to catch up yeah. now. Heard Marvel slacking off, getting rid of all their Netflix movies. We touched a little bit on Marvel, what they're yeah, doing. You I mean, know, the, the downfall of Marvel I mean, Netflix. Uh, when there's nothing Marvel coming out, right? It's just a Netflix this, series. This is true. And what? Captain Marvel is coming out in when? February. Uh, February, and yeah. then you got Avengers. Yeah. 
Four coming out in May. Right. So, uh, let's see here. What did I think of Titans? At the risk of sounding repetitive and sounding like a hater, I found the show to be very dark and very boring, and the acting was very bad. I have to say that Dick Grayson was so-so. Raven did a pretty good job, but I felt like the other actors and actresses were acting like they were playing a comic book show as opposed to trying to provide a good actual acting performance. I can see that. What do you think about Starfire? I thought she was pretty badass. I thought that Starfire held her own. I was excited by the things that I saw her doing on the screen. Part of me was like, that's cool. Another part of me was like, wow, Starfire's kicking a lot of ass. I didn't realize she could do all that. Exactly. Because, you know, she's in, in the comic books... Even in a TV cartoon series that was on Cartoon Network, she wasn't that cool. I never really cared too much about Starfire. Right. At all. Right. She comes out on Titans, I'm like, wow, she's pretty badass. And it appears she has a mission. Yeah. Which, Which, what was funny is like everyone was clowning on what she, because they said she looked like a hooker. Yeah. Well, if she, they were mad at because she looked like a hooker and they were mad because she was black. Right. Can we get past that? I'm like... I'm serious. I'm like Asian, Pacific Islander, white, German. I'm never going to get a superhero in my mix. And I'm okay with that. Just be good. I don't care if you're what nationality you are, sexual preference. I don't give a care of what you are. Just be good at the character. Portray it very well. You know what I mean? And I thought she did pretty well. I agree. She did a good job. And I liked from her character is that they didn't use the same boring... I come to Earth, I meet Robin, right. I kiss Robin, right. I'm in love with Robin. Right. They're allowing her to develop her own character. I like that. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. And they haven't, well, they're only out to like episode two, so you don't really get to see how Beast Boy is, so we can't really right. let anybody know how, how well this guy's playing Beast Boy. But I, th- like, I, I think Raven's pretty good. Yeah. I, I mean, it looks like they're going to go towards that, they're going to fight Raven's dad. I think that's what they're leaning towards. It does seem like that. I'll be interested to see how they do that, only because anytime you introduce a supernatural element mm-hmm. into a TV show, it can get really corny really fast because right. they don't have the budget to support mm-hmm. the supernatural element. Right. Which I think they, just like CW shows, they film it in Canada, which is cheaper for okay. special effects and stuff like that. Canada so, A. Yeah. So I think it's not, I don't think that would be an issue. I think they, it's a lot cheaper out there to, which is weird, right? I don't know if it's going to be a lot cheaper out there. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how that works out. But, I, you know, I hope they don't do the Judas contract, man. I'm tired of seeing that. Judas contract has been overdone. Yeah. It would be nice if they were to use some of the classic Titan stories. Right. Since they're not going to have Cyborg, I think... Supposedly, down the line, maybe they might bring in a Cyborg, which okay. I think is pretty cool. That would be cool. One of the things that could happen, I know you're a Nightwing fan. Yeah. So, Red Hood. I like Red Hood, what do you think about the future holds with the Nightwing and the Red Hood being elements in the show? I think it's pretty good that you're, you're going to see Dick Grayson's transformation from the show into Nightwing. I think it's pretty cool. I think they nailed the whole, I'm angry at Batman because he does things ways I don't agree with and I want to do it my way. I think they nailed that part of it. Uh, them introducing Red Hood, I can't wait for that. That's going to be... One, probably one of my favorite episodes when he comes out. It's one of my favorite characters. So I just hope they do him justice like they're going to do for your boy Shazam, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. So I'm, I'm being optimistic about that. Um, 
so hopefully like that does pretty well hopefully they you know it's weird because uh you the teen titans they have um if you if you think about it cyborg was one of the original members right so in the comic books now like titans i guess them older right but they're changing the whole storyline so i don't know how they're going to bring in cyborg i'm actually this. good point i'm enjoying the team yeah. of the titans you have steel's daughter sort of being that cyborg type character mm-hmm. But she's not cyborg. Right. She's, she's got the cybernetic suit. So I'm enjoying the comic book just based on the team mm-hmm. that they're putting together. Then they got Miss Martian, Raven, Beast Boy, Donna Troy, and then Nightwing. Yeah. And then I like what they're doing with the Teen Titans, which we both agree with. They have Damian Wayne, which is Bob, uh, Batman's son, Kid Flash, Red Arrow, Crush, which is Lobo's daughter, which I think is pretty cool, Roundhouse, and Jen. I think I like how they're separating the two. Teen Titans is taking it back to where the whole Teen Titans was created because all the sidekicks got, they didn't want to go to the Justice League. They had their different views and their takes on how they handle situ- certain situations. And I think that's what Damian Wayne is doing with the new Teen Titans now. They're bringing it back to like, let's do things our way. Their way is already old, obsolete. Our, we're the newer, younger generation. Let's do it our way, which I think is pretty cool. I agree. So one of the things that I really like about the Teen Titans comic book is the fact that all the characters being younger do represent from what you would see in a younger hero. Like they are live streaming or YouTubing their fights and they're interested in other heroes romantically, stuff like that. It's just a really cool take. But the fact that Damian Wayne, who's always had that take-no-prisoners attitude, right. is the leader of the Teen Titans, right. that's what really separates it. That right. attitude that you talked about, Joe, where everyone else has done it wrong and mm-hmm. we're going to do it right, that's classic Damian Wayne. And right. I think that's why that Teen Titans comic book... It's going to be good. Absolutely. And what is it? The, uh, the animation? They have them in there as well. Damian, Blue Beetle, right. Starfire, which is a leader... Got Raven, Beast Boy. Did I say Beast Boy? You did. Yeah. I didn't, but no, you did. Yeah. So, I mean, even that animation is good. I, I mean, agree. The teen, and then you like the Teen Titans Go. You thought that was pretty good, right? Teen Titans Go. If you haven't seen the movie, it's really awesome. Teen Titans Go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Check it out. It was an awesome movie for Nerd Flags. Right, right. Ca-caw! Hey, so did you like the, uh, the Teen Titans TV series on Cartoon Network? Did you like that at all? We're talking the one that the came out. One. You know, I did. I recently streamed it. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool really series. Good. People got upset that they canceled it. Yeah. Supposedly, they're coming back for one final season. They are. They which are. Which would be pretty cool. I think that's actually going to be part of the... the DC yeah. Universe streaming service. You got it. Yeah, I think that's going to be pretty cool. Looking forward to that one. And then, Young Justice 3. Oh, Young Justice 3. Season 3, yeah. Absolutely. Now, that was initially going to be on Netflix. Right. But... Do you think Marvel was like, ding, 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 let me think about this yeah. real quick. Yeah. If, Like you said, if I raise the prices... Right. So, do you, is that going to be part of the CW... or no. Sorry, the, the DC yeah. streaming service, right? Yeah. yeah, it is. So, it looks like Netflix is losing out on most of its hero content. Yeah, but... I mean, they're making money in different ways. True, true. So, they moved on to their own yeah, content, right. Stranger Things. And yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they come out with their own version of which are they? No, no, no. no they I don't. believe they're picking up the Valiant series. Oh, no. Okay, 
Hulu might be, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, one of them is. Yeah, there are. So many streaming services out there. There definitely are. So, is there anything you want to talk about? Anything additional? No, I'm good, man. Unless there's anything else you have to add. No. So, you know, this, once again, this is the conversation that we have regarding everything that's going on in the nerd world. And so, if there's anything that you want to add, add your comments below. Add your comments in the Nerd World Order community chat. And we just want this to be something for all of you to enjoy. And thank you, everyone who is listening to this podcast, everyone who's a member of the Nerd World Order community. And also keep in mind that the Nerd World Order started off as a clothing company. So if you love the Nerd World Order, you can check out the t-shirts at imnwo.com. And until next time, Joe, I'm going to turn it over to you. Uh, like, like Just to piggyback on what Alan says... We really appreciate all the feedback and all the love that we got on our first podcast. And uh, I'm just excited, man. This is our second episode down. I'm ready to do more. Let's go. So until next time, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, I am NWO. We, we are NWO. And let your nerd flag fly. fly.